The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the speaker's own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of the community. The material and information presented on this podcast is for general information purposes only and any reliance on the information provided on this podcast is done at your own risk. Hello out there and welcome to another episode of the Apology Accepted Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you all um, for following and sharing and just being a part of the Apology Accepted Tribe. Just, you know, thank you so much. And as you are tuning in and as you all are listening, I just want you to take a moment out and accept your own apology today. I want you on March 1st, the first day of this Women's History Month, I want you to accept your own apology. Why? Because you're not perfect. So you shouldn't try to be perfect. And you you have and will continue to make mistakes. So we are all human, okay? At the end of the day, we are all human. And that's what the Apology Accepted Podcast is all about. Just being your authentic self without having to think that you have to uphold to any other standards besides your own, okay? I am here today just to say this, you know, and I know my last couple of uh, episodes have, have definitely been fun. I've been out of town. I've been out of the country. I, you know, I'm living. I am living my absolute best life. And just because I say I am living my absolute best life does not mean I don't have bad days, does not mean I don't have struggle, and does not mean that my everyday is perfect. As a matter of fact, I was just telling a girlfriend of mine, like, I I am in my feeling of something. I don't even know what it is. Um, Let me see. What's today? Uh, Maybe two days ago, three days ago. For the last maybe four or five days. I've, I've just felt heavy and I don't really know, like I can't, you know, you know, that question that you get, what's wrong? Like, I can't, I can't really describe what is wrong. Um, I just feel a certain type of way. And so that comes with, you know, having depression and, I was diagnosed, and I think I shared this in my first season, but I was diagnosed with severe depression and anxiety 2010. Um, actually, after I had my my last child, and <clears throat> it was definitely one of those things where 
I I probably should have went to a professional sooner. Um, but of course, I had all the answers, and I knew I knew me. So therefore, I just felt like I knew what was best for me. Well, actuality was I needed a little help. I mean, I still know me, but I needed a little help, and. I was able to get that help. And one thing I am realizing is it don't go away. Being diagnosed with any type of mental health illness, it does not go away. It may lay dormant, but it does not go away. And... Some people think that that is a bad thing. I don't, I no longer look at it as a bad thing because I was one of those people while I'm sitting here saying some people, me, it was me. I (laughs) always felt like once, you know, once you diagnose, you can't (laughs) undiagnose, you know? So it was like, I've always had that fear of just never being diagnosed because I didn't want... I ain't want to have it. I That is not me. I don't care what nobody say. Blah. All right. But now I have, I have owned it. Um, and I have owned it to be able to share, to be able to share my story with other individuals who may be in that same boat as I was with not wanting to own it. And Owning it does not mean you fall into the black hole and you never get out. Now, some people do fall deep. You know, some people do fall deep um, in their mental health illness. But the struggle and the fight to just, you know, rise above every day is serious. And it's serious for me. And though I... You know, I wear many hats, as most of you know, that follow me. So it's like some days I feel like I don't have either the opportunity or the space to really deal with my emotions. And so I keep going and keep going and I present and I smile and I am this bubbly person all while masking a thing. And so the more and more I keep going, sometimes my body will just be like, look, (laughs) I done took and told you, okay? Sometimes I cannot shake my heavy feelings. And so the past couple of days have been moments in where I could not shake my heavy feelings. Um, And I'm not saying that (laughs) something is like mega wrong, but that's a part of, you know, depression. Some days, again, you may have good days and some days you may not, you know. And I just want to say to anybody that is listening to my podcast today, this episode right here, If you are having one of those days where you just can't shake, I want you to take a moment. 
I talked I talk about taking a moment in my last episode. The way I understand now, taking a moment is so important to my daily routine. Um, we have to realize when we just need to pause for a moment. And I'm not saying take a long moment. I'm not saying your moment have to be this extravagant thing. What I am saying is that if you have five minutes, then take those five minutes and put yourself in a space where you can breathe and feel calm. Give yourself enough time to regroup because sometimes we don't even realize that we are moving at a pace where it's just go, go, go. You know, whether you have small children, you know, your mom, your wife, um, an employee might be trying to run a business. Like all of these things play factors on our burnout. And when you take a moment, that don't make you less of all the titles that you hold. It does not make you less of all the titles that you hold. You are still an amazing individual. You just need a moment. I don't care if you take that moment from the time you walk out of your place of work, when you get in your car and your drive home or your drive to pick up children or a kid, whatever it may be, like that is your moment. Take it, take it, take it. And I say this because I used to, um, I used to just feel all of my moments. So it always felt like I was on go. Why? Because I always, you know, had this thing where I would say, well, if you need me, call me. Well, I got, well, just call me. I got you. Okay. I got, I made time for others in spaces where I took away time for me. So I would get off of work, literally leaving work to go pick up a child and I'm taking a call. But that was my moment right there. So now I am, I have in the past, cause I no longer do this, but I have given up my moments so other people can have access to me. And over time, it wears and tears on our mental health. Mental health is so important. And most people, you know, we think of the word mental health and is we immediately go to, well, some of us will go to crazy. That's not it. <laughs> that is not the case. And, you know, needing a moment having those moments, taking those moments are very important. Again, these last couple of days have not been my 
best days. I really can't explain the feeling that I have. It's just this like overwhelming of heaviness. And what I mean by heaviness is feeling sad, feeling like uh, just heavy like that's that's the best word I could use to explain right now um I suffer from migraines and so those alone have me in a whole different space sometimes and I am doing my best with maintaining and trying to take better care of me you know and this is me saying this with no medication so I've taken medication in the past for um depression and I was not a fan okay I I've tried several different medications and I was not a fan of none of them And the reason why is because it made me, I could tell I was feeling another type of way. Like one medicine made me feel just uh, sluggish. Like I just wanted to lay and I didn't want to be bothered. I just wanted to lay in in a space where nobody else was around me. And then I I tried one medication and it made my mouth feel like cottony like i don't even like i had, it made me feel like i had all this stuff in my mouth like cotton balls or something like i my mouth was just filled with saliva or something like i don't know what that was about um but i didn't like it another medication i tried made me dizzy like I I couldn't function through my day I just couldn't function because I felt so dizzy and off balance and it it was just a lot and I've tried taking all of these medications several ways because you know you go to the doctor and I'm saying you know this medicine is not working it's making me feel like this it's making me feel like that and they will say well Okay, and when do you take the medication, Ms. Melton? Well, I take it during the day, in the morning. Okay, well, do me a favor. Try taking it at night. So, you know, all of your symptoms that you are describing that you're saying that you're having, if you take it at night, like before bed, right, you get to lay down and go to sleep and you don't feel these symptoms. Wrong. That was totally wrong for me. And and this is only for me. Now, some somebody else, this may, may very well work for. I'm talking solely about me. It did not work for me. Um, I tried taking this medication at night, right before bed. And I... <laughs> When I wake up in the mornings, I am feeling crazy, you know, and I'm, and what I mean by crazy is I am not feeling myself. I, the medication 
that um, I mentioned that I said made me feel dizzy throughout the day. That that's that medication I was taking at night before bed, and I literally could feel myself spinning in my sleep. Like it was the weirdest thing ever. And it was just the worst time for me having to get up in the middle of the night and use the bathroom. Like I'm that person that has to get up. I am going to get up at least two, three times, sometimes more to use the bathroom in the middle of the night. So of course my sleep is broken. Getting up in the middle of the night on that medication, my gosh, <laughs> I ain't gonna even say, I can't even count how many times I done stumped my toe messing around in the dark. I used to have to <laughs> cut my flashlight on to my light to just maneuver through. And, and the crazy part about it is that I know my room in the dark. Like, I know my whole house in the dark. I can walk through my whole house in the dark. But on this medication, baby, I it, I was stumbling. <laughs> I was missing steps. It was, that was a time right there that I do not want back. Um, so what I opted to do, what I opted to do was not take no medication. And so if you are someone who is listening to this episode and you are taking medication for anxiety and depression and it is working for you, great, okay? Continue to do what you are told to do by your professional doctor. That is not me. I am not a professional. I am not a counselor. I am not a therapist. I am speaking solely from my own personal experience, okay? So let me just be clear on that. But, but for those people who have been diagnosed with anxiety and depression, and you have said to yourself, and probably out loud, but you have said, I don't want to take medication, what I'm about to say next is for you because that's the stance that I took. After I couldn't get right with all these medications, and you know, and the doctor told me, it was like, you know, at least you have to at least try the medication for 60 days. You know, 30 days, it didn't get in your system, your body is trying to acclimate, and it's, you know, it's building a trust. This medication in, this, in your body is building a trust. Well, I guess my body said, I don't trust none of this. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what my body said because I rejected all medication. But after that last go round, I took a stance and I said, I am not taking any medication for this. I am going to acknowledge and I am going to deal with this accordingly. And so what I've done, and let me tell you, it is not easy. It is not easy. The easy thing to do probably is to take the medication and just either be zombie-like or dizzy. Um, 
but but having this diagnosis for me for me for me I cannot express this enough for me having this diagnosis and I can only depend on myself is very hard so I I can tell when I don't feel well so I try my best to do things that helps calm me because sometimes I can get anxious. And so I try to do things that calms me, that relaxes me, that kind of where my mind is racing kind of help me come down a little bit. And so some of the things that I do is... um, Read is one of the things. Um, Lay, lay down, and not necessarily lay down to take a nap or to go to sleep, but laying down calms me. If I am able to lay in a quiet space and just be, that calms me a whole lot. And so... Um, another thing I do is I listen to water sounds like on, um, YouTube. I listen to water sounds. I have a mask that I put over my eyes. Um, and I've, I've been, um, using this mask for my headaches, actually for, for my migraines. But what I've learned in doing that is that it also, the mask over my eyes while laying down also helps me with my anxiety. And so just trying different things and seeing what works and what helps me. Um, taking a bath, and I'm not talking about a shower. I'm not saying go take a shower. But getting in the bathtub helps relaxes me um lighting candles I love candles anybody that know me know I love candles so I have a candle lit in my bedroom I have a candle lit in my workspace um and so when I'm in because that's my workspace in my bedroom is majority where I spend the majority of my time. So in those two spaces, just it relaxes me, you know. And so find things that help you calm yourself. Um, let me tell you what I... Let me, and this might sound really, really weird, but here in Las Vegas, um, I have not. We've been living here over two years. Oh my God, we're coming up on three years. So we're coming up on three years come July, where we have moved from the um, Virginia to Nevada, and I have not once voluntarily drove on the highway not once getting on the highway here sends my anxiety up 
to a million. Okay, so I know, like, understanding your triggers, understanding those points, right? So I never understood why I used to always, like, just get so nervous, like, to the point where I'm shaking when getting on a highway where, especially if I don't know my destination. So if I'm going somewhere and I'm using the highway and I've never been, I am nervous. The highway here, nervous because I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with any of the signs. Now, don't get me wrong. Back home, I love the highway. I know where I'm going. I'm going to get up, jump on the highway here, jump off here. But even even back in VA, my hometown, if I had to go somewhere where I've never been and I'm taking the highway, then I'm going to get nervous. Um, but I have never, I have not voluntarily, and I say not voluntarily because when we, when we first moved out here and we were getting furniture and we, like, was moving things, we went to the U-Haul place. And so my husband is the driver, like, because if I drive, we're going we gonna to go through the city and it might take us an hour. I'm cool with that, you know? I, I don't mind. But he, he, he not cool with that. He like, if you don't get on this highway because we're going to cut this hour trip down to the 20 minutes that it really is. All right, cool. So he drives the highway to the U-Haul place. So now it's like, follow me. And I'm like, okay, but don't get on the highway. <laughs> okay, but don't get on the highway. He was like, no, we're getting on the highway. So he gets on the highway and I'm following him. And it's, even with me following someone on the highway, I still don't like it. It is, I, it, it, the highway is just a trigger for me here. So I realized that. And so I, it takes me literally <laughs> anywhere I want to go, anywhere I want to go here in Nevada, it, de- it is definitely a 40 minute ride. Like it, <laughs> other than me going to the store, because it's literally a shopping center at every corner here. So, on um, you know, if I'm not going to the store anywhere else, any uh, doctor's appointment, school, any Anything I'm doing is definitely a minimum of 40 minutes. So I am trying. So that's one of my, you know, triggers, again, the highway. So now that I know this, I am slowly trying to overcome some of those some of those fears that I have with getting on the highway. So me and my son went to the store. Uh, we went to Office Depot. And from one Office Depot to another, so they didn't have what we wanted in that store. So they was like, oh, go to the Fort Apache store. And I was like, oh, okay. And so we leave out of the store, and I'm like, son, I'm going to take the highway. And so he looks at me like I'm crazy. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, my family knows my anxieties. They, they are aware that mommy has 
anxiety. Now, they might not know or really fully understand the actual professional, you know, lingo of what does this mean and and how did this come about, but they definitely understand when I am, like they can see when I am triggered about something and they always be like, mom, you, you got it? You good? You okay? So when I told my son, I was like, son, I'm getting on the highway. He just looked at me and he was like, well, mom, you sure? Because we don't have to get on the highway. You know, we don't have to get there fast. We're not in a rush, you know, and I appreciate that from him from him because it definitely made me feel better. Um, but I just felt like, well, I got my son with me, so nothing can go wrong. <laughs> and it is just I got on the highway, y'all. And it was it was a very smooth, you know, ride. It, it, I ain't have to go far. So as soon as I got off the highway, like I only had to go down two exits. But still, <laughs> that was a lot for me. And so understanding my triggers and and even these last couple of days of me feeling heavy, I still don't I still don't have a sense of really why. Um I just know, you know, again, how I feel. And those of you out there who might be dealing with this alone, I beg of you, I beg of you not to. The people that love you, um, you know, whether it's a partner, whether it's your children, those individuals would definitely be your go-to people like my family in my home is my go-to people you know my children now that they are older you know I I am so grateful for them because they can sometimes they can kind of feel my energy of overwhelmness and they'll just step in, you know, um, especially my daughter. Like, my oldest daughter, I could not have handpicked a a better child because she is so, she is so in tune with me that it is just, it is amazing you know, I don't know what I'm going to do when she go off to college. I keep saying I'm going to move with her and stuff. And she is like, Mom, no. But I, re- I, like, she don't even understand what she does for me. And so I don't, I don't even have to say a lot. I think sometimes she just know her mom and she can kind of feel when I'm under distress. And she'll just kind of step in and just kind of take over. You know, she is a true leader um, in our home. And so that's why I say to you guys, anybody listening who is dealing with any type of mental health issues, you know, because I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression, which there are so many other diagnoses that, you know, illnesses are way severe, than what I'm dealing with. I am I am not downplaying what I'm deal, dealing with. I'm just saying 
it is some heavy hitter, severe diagnosis out there. And um, just know, you know, you do not have to deal with this alone. Like, I beg you to, to, you know, allow who you trust in, you know, um, help if your children are old enough to understand, you know, explain to them, you know, mommy dealing with or daddy dealing with, auntie dealing with, like whatever it may be, because it will definitely help when you are in these, in these modes of feelings. And again, Every day for me is not a good day. And I have moments where I just, I just can't. And I can't really even explain why. And, you know, again, these last couple of days have have definitely been heavy, you know. And I really can't explain it, but I know how I feel. And so I tap into things that I enjoy to try to help me get over the hump, okay? But first, I had to acknowledge that, okay, I am <laughs> I'm definitely feeling a certain type of way. Now I got to tap into something else. Like, I have to. Um, again, I mentioned listening to water sounds, waterfall. I do that when I go to sleep. Um, listening to motivational speakers like Steve Harvey is one of my people that I listen to. Like, I love listening to Steve Harvey speak. Um, so I will listen to him. I have now become a fan since attending my first ever Women That Are Loose uh, conference. For the first time, who would have knew the first conference, the first Women That Art Loose conference I attend would be the last Women That Art Loose conference. But after attending that conference, I've become a true fan of Sarah Jake Roberts. And so, you know, I've listened to T.D. Jakes. You know, he's, he's not one of my... He was not one of my top picks um, to listen to, but I, I have listened to him before. He's very good. Uh, but Sarah, I have now kind of put her at the top. So it's like Sarah, uh, it's Steve Harvey, uh, it's, um, what's my girl, Van Zant, Yolanda Van Zant. If you have not read any of her books, Read this book. In the meantime, um, Ayana Van Zant. That book is really good. I actually read it. I read that book years ago, and I can still remember um, pieces of that book. So, if you have not read In the Meantime by Ayana Ayana Van Zant, then do so, or either just Google it and kind of. Um, read what Google has to say about that book because it it was a good book it it definitely was a good book so I try to again tap into things that that kind of helps me helps me get through and kind of get me to push 
through whatever it is that I am dealing with. And sometimes we don't have all the answers. So don't go into thinking something is wrong and I got to have an answer. You may not have an answer. I know I don't always have the answers. Matter of fact, I, I don't have the answers more than I do have the answers. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot of times where I don't have the answers. But I try to push through and tap in. And you have to tap in to something that is going to help you. Don't tap in into something that is going to pull you further into the hole because it is so easy, man, man, man. It is so easy to fall into that dark hole because I fell in it. I fell in it plenty of times, like no lie. Um, Even with me saying, you know, I catch my triggers, I, and I'm able to just tap into something else. Don't get it twisted. I fall. I, I fall often into the hole. The thing is, I realize when I have fallen into this hole, and now I have to get myself up out of here. And I, when I fall into the hole, I kind of, I do nothing. I. It, Everything shuts down. Everything shuts down. And I overthink all of the worst possible thoughts ever. Literally, like ever. And so try really hard not to go there. And it's easier said than done. Again, like I already mentioned, When you are trying to help yourself without using forms of medication when dealing with depression and anxiety, it is hard. So don't think this is a cakewalk. It is not. It is hard. It's going to be hard days. And it's never ending. It's never ending, you know. Me tapping into things that I need to tap in to help me push through, this has now become a part of my lifestyle. This is not a today I get to do and tomorrow I don't have to. Absolutely not. Because it takes so much for me sometimes just to get out of my bed once I've been blessed with the opportunity to open my eyes and see the day. I sometimes fall into a rut of not doing. And I have to remind myself, girl, you you ain't open just one eye. You didn't open both. Them two eyes you got, you you open both of them. And you are able to see this day, okay? I don't know what the whole day has in store, but I've been able to start my day. I've seen plenty, all 
of my days because <laughs> I'm still here. I'm talking about something I've seen plenty of days. I am still here. Praise God. Thank you. Um, but I know it's hard sometimes. And sometimes we wake up and we have to, you know, once you go to sleep, you're asleep. And then, you know, you wake up being blessed. But even being blessed, sometimes having those things that you have to deal with that you might not feel so blessed, like not having a job, like bills piling up, like uh, a loss of a loved one. These are all stressors, like, Lord, I'm blessed to have this job, but Lord knows I don't want to go. Because I don't even like it. I don't want to be here. This is not what I want to do. But this is what I have to do in order to survive. All of these are stressors. And, and sometimes we wake up with these stressors heavy on our brain. And, it, and when we allow those stressors to take over, it dictates our day. It, it dictates how we move. You know, have you ever just went to work and somebody already got an attitude and it is eight o'clock in the morning and you trying to figure out how in the world you got an attitude at eight o'clock in the morning well that's me I've been that person I've been the one with the attitude at eight o'clock in the morning I still sometimes am that person with an attitude at eight o'clock in the morning and when I feel like that I have to give myself a moment because negativity can take over so fast where it blocks out all of the good. It blocks out all the the blessings that you've received. Like it blocks out everything. Negative thoughts are so powerful that it can literally dictate our day. You can have negative thoughts and walk around for a full 24 hours in anger. I've done it. I've done it. I've walked around for a complete 24 hours in anger. Because I was so heavy with all of the negative thoughts, all of the things that was, everything I could just think of that was going wrong. Those were my thoughts for the full day. That took a lot. It takes a lot from you. When you are that heavy with negative thoughts and it is just weighing, it takes so much It takes so much from you. It takes your energy. It absorbs all of your positive energy. And it puts you off balance. And now you just walk around with an attitude. Well, that was me. Again, I keep telling y'all. I keep saying we, some, who, that. It is me. Okay? It is me. I've been there. My goal now is to 
not necessarily not be there because this is, again, a lifestyle and understanding that I have to I have to be able to talk this out and get through things uh, openly where I understand me, I understand my triggers, and I'm able to have a conversation with someone and talk about it. I'm able to be on this podcast and talk about it. The Apology Accepted Podcast, this is just truly my diary out loud to those listenings with the goal of helping someone because I know I don't stand alone when it comes down to feeling heavy, when it comes down to um, having the diagnosis of anxiety and depression. I know I am not alone in that. And so I also know that because I've done it for years, I just been in silence with it for years. Like I I truly started talking about this the year of 2020 when I decided I wanted to heal for real. And you will hear me say this often throughout episodes, throughout interviews, throughout books, throughout everything. I am on a path to healing for real this time because I've walked around in the past and you know it it, it's just it just sounded real good to say girl I'm healing I am you know I'm out here I'm just healing I'm just living my best life I'm just you know I said it all I've said it all but what I realized is that I was just speaking words out of my mouth but I was not putting any actions behind the words that I was saying because I didn't have a full understanding of what this healing process was and how it was going to impact me. And when I hear people say that they are healing in a manner of it is fun and easy, I just don't know if they got the full understanding because now that I am doing this thing for real and I am trying my best to understand things that I didn't understand before, healing is one of the hardest things I I am doing. Like when I tell you when you when you really dedicate to healing for real it is hard it is hard and it take it take away sometimes the the thought of should i even be doing this <laughs> do i really want to heal cuz it's just it, you know it's just a lot easier for me to say i'm healing but i ain't really got to do nothing when you have to put that action in behind them words, it is truly hard. You know, I have to hold myself accountable to what I am saying, what I am doing, who I'm around, 
who I let around me, vibes, energy, like all of that plays a factor. And healing for me, my story, okay, because this is not everybody's story, but for my story, I had to face some things that I felt like I've already healed from, but I really didn't heal from. I just put it out of my mind. And so because I put it out of my mind and quote unquote forgot about it, then I felt like I healed. You know, if if I had issues with anybody and I don't have to be around them, then I felt like I've healed. Why? Because I just don't have to be around them. You know, all of those things were easy. But when you have to face some of those things, it becomes really hard you know, really hard. And even going back, like way back to my adolescence, like it, it, it is hard, you know, it is very hard. It is not easy. I am just blessed that I don't have to do this alone. I have definitely, definitely, um, pulled on those in my circle, those around me, I definitely now have a spiritual family who is amazing, where I don't lean on them as far as need, but they don't even know how much I lean on them just for guidance and education, the teaching And I have to listen carefully and I have to listen close and I have to understand. And sometimes I have to go back and kind of break it down in my own way. But these are the things that will help you. And I'm not saying if you're dealing with this that you have to go and be religious. That's not what I'm saying. For me, what has helped me was tapping in to religion. Because prior to, I was just out here. <laughs> I was just out here. And though I've always, you know, loved God, I always believe there is a higher up, whether, whatever you call him, you know, whatever his name is to you. Um, there is definitely a higher power. So, what, you know, whatever that higher power is to you, tap into that if you are trying to deal with this, you know, this this anxiety and depression by yourself with no medication. If you are really trying to do this thing single-handedly without that, that help, that medication help, then you definitely need some type of guidance um, because... Me doing it before, even though, you know, I would go to church when I was invited because I, you know, I I have not been a fan of the church. And that's another episode. And you know what? We probably talk about that because, yes. But um, so I was just out here all willy nilly, even though, you know, I would pray. And even though I would say, you know, God is all things. Right. But. I won't really, I won't really attach and I won't tap into nothing and I won't try to learn and I won't try to understand. 
But since I can honestly, honestly say, since I have tapped in into a spiritual side, I ain't say a perfect side. So don't don't miss because <laughs> screw my words. I didn't say a perfect side. I'm just tapping into a spiritual side and where I am still learning. It has definitely helped me because on these days where I don't feel like getting up out of my bed, where I feel heavy and negative thoughts, where I feel like everything just may be against me, when I have these moments, I get to tap into a teaching from my spiritual father. I get to tap into a Bible verse. I get to, and and again, this works for me. So whether you reading the Bible, whether you reading the Quran, whether you reading um, spiritual books from you know other authors, whatever it is where you can tap in and find. Um, verses, phrases, statements that will help you get through your day. I say do that daily, 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 every day. Tap into those words because I've noticed you know how they say speak it into existence? Well, it ain't that deep of what I'm saying right now. But what I'm saying is that I re- I keep saying these words over and over and over. And I can see the shift. I can feel the shift. And so, again, this is what helps me. It may help you. But we don't know unless we try, you know. Um, If you are listening and you just need someone to just hear you, non-biased, someone to talk to, I am here, not openly, but for a short period of time. Because, again, I am your favorite motivational (laughs) advisor okay so I ain't with you for a long time but I'm with you to help start to get you through so we can understand together what this this healing for real thing is about okay so reach out to me if you follow me on social media LM Speaks Um, if you follow me on Instagram I think I'm LM Speaks 1 on Instagram, reach out, reach out to me. I'm here again, not openly. So you can't just be like, you know, I got to say that because, you know, in the past I'd be like, oh, call me anytime, reach out to me anytime. No, (laughs) that is not the case. Um, But I am here. I am here for anyone who may need just someone to just talk to that have experienced this thing um, called healing for real. And I just, you know, if you just want to know, like, how did you get through some of the things that you got through, then reach out to me. You can also visit my website, 
at lmspeaks.com and you can fill out the form at the end. I think it's a con I think it's under contact. Mm, I probably need to go look at that. Okay. I mean my apologies I already accepted, so I don't have to be perfect on here. Okay, because y'all my people, so I, y'all know I ain't perfect. So I think it's under the contacts. I ain't really sure. If you find it, let me know. Um, but it's on there. <laughs> it's on there. You can definitely fill out a contact form. Uh, and it'll come directly to my email. You can email me at lmspeaks1 at gmail.com. However you got to get in contact with me, you can get in contact with me. Uh, but until the next time I come voice to mic, y'all. Like I said last week, take a moment. Like I said this week, these last couple of days have not been my best. I have not been at 100%. But it's okay. It's okay. Because I'm getting through. I am not allowing the time hold me hostage. I am not letting or allowing my diagnosis to hold me hostage. I am getting through. And I am, I'm doing all right. I ain't doing great with it, but I'm doing okay. So that's all that counts, and I keep pushing every day. So again, until I come voice to mic, you guys be safe. Peace. <laughs>